Alright, hello, my name is Adriana. And I'm John. Welcome and to Kanye Conversations. Conversations. <laughs> so good. So today John and I are going to be taking two Kanye West songs and we're going to be analyzing them because we are both English majors <laughs> and um, yeah, both really love Kanye and I'm so excited just to talk about the lyrics, John. Me too. So for my song, I chose to do The Glory, which is probably one or two for me of my favorite Kanye songs. I like this song and Last Call are like up there. I still remember the first time hearing The Glory, driving to football practice, senior year, and just the sample. Sample caught me off guard. It's an amazing song. So I wanted to, so my claim is that The Glory is Kanye's thesis statement on graduation Whoa. sounds very englishy but <laughs> so if you look at college dropout and late registration they're at least their covers and they're musically more grounded they're more soulful it's just like a teddy bear as the cover in like college halls or whatever but graduation you see it's a lot more colorful which the the sounds on the album are reflected mm-hmm. and like the colorfulness of it but this is kind of Kanye's leap from being like a really good hood rapper to mainstream to be like establishing himself as one of the most popular best rappers yeah. around. And so I think graduation, he does that. That's when he did the competition with 50 Cent, right? When he said, like, I'm going to outsell you or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So this is basically Kanye's coming of age time. Wow. And it's easy to see that in past. And like you look at the some of the cockiness and arrogance of his lyrics and you're like, oh, this makes a lot of sense now, but mm-hmm. when he was writing it, that's some impressive confidence Absolutely. to like say that this is his album that he's going to explode. And so just to take a look at some of the lyrics off of The Glory. So it starts off, the very first line is, can I talk my bleep again, even <laughs> if I don't hit again? And what that is to someone who's not as deep into Kanye is actually a lyric from We Major back on late registration yeah. with the it's his song with Nas and I forgot who else is on it but so the title of the song is We Major which is like obviously we're popular we're big we're not local anymore he says but like we're major so we're getting big mm-hmm. so by him starting off the song like that he does two things first of all he references himself as if we should know which yeah. is like something very very confident move and then second, the song he chooses to reference is the song We Major, emphasizing the fact that he's major and he's made it. And so the net, what he does throughout the song is list a, an abundant amount of popular things, name brands, things that are very socially relevant. So, for example, some of the very next lines are my hat, my shoes, my coat, Louis Vuitton stitch with Donatella Versace. That's Louis Vuitton bleep and he says i think hennessy a drink i'm gone off that bacardi limon and corona i'm zoning Mm -hmm. and so within those few lines we have louis vuitton donatella versace who obviously was a designer for versace i think he got shot or something then hennessy bacardi limon and corona these are all very popular references a couple lines later he says in two years Dwayne wayne became Dwayne wade and then later i'm like Charles barkley meets charles barkley and these are all within probably the first 10 lines and so He's already name dropping a lot of things. He's already referencing a lot of culturally relevant things. And so by starting off the song with that, he's putting himself right up there with all these things. And then even more to emphasize the point later in 
that very the very first verse of this song says on nights when yay romance cameras flash so much i gotta do that yayo dance so he calls himself yay mm-hmm. name of his most recent album but he basically calls himself by his nickname you know he doesn't say like i'm kanye west or something he says yay and then later in the song he talks about uh what is it i'm on a world tour with common my man common was a very popular rapper at this time he's still he's in a lot of like nba commercials he does a lot of spoken word because he has a cool voice but he also references common again name dropping someone yeah. says my man is like very friendly yeah. he knows common well so he kanye is asserting himself right up there with anything else in society with mm-hmm. hennessy with versace with louis vuitton with common and so he's asserting himself as that then in these last two lines this is the last two lines the last couple lines of this first verse said it's easy the hood love to listen to jeezy and wheezy and oh yeah yeezy so jeezy and wheezy uh young jeezy might just go by jeezy now i I was like on google playing like there's two separate artists i was like (laughs) what the heck but then and then wheezy is obviously lil wayne and so here we have Kanye, because at the time, these were, like, two of the most popular rappers. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was probably, like, around his oh, peak yeah. at this time. And so he's basically calling a shot. Like, we don't know. Well, Kanye at the time didn't know that he would be successful, mm-hmm. as successful as he is. But he kind of did because he's very confident. He's calling himself. Yeah. He's, he's shooting. He's calling his shot on this. And so that's just the very first verse we see. How he places himself amongst all the greats. He references himself. And then even in the second verse. When I was writing down the second verse. I was amazed at how good it is. I love this song so much. And so. The second verse. We get a reference to himself again. Within the first couple lines. He says so yeah. At the Grammys I went ultra Travolta. So he's obviously referencing himself. I think it's a reference to the 2006 Grammys. Where he wore. As, uh, an all-white tuxedo, which is like John Travolta from... Is it Saturday Night Fever? I don't know, something like that. I think that's what Genius said. And so, yeah, he's referencing something that he did, saying like, oh, you should know that I did this at the Grammys. And at the Grammys, too. What a little sly doggy that he's doing there. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things, actually, that I am learning in one of my English classes is called... I think it's called like showing your iceberg. And so the idea is that we all have a huge chunk of knowledge that we've learned throughout college, through high school. Like Mm -hmm. we each have this iceberg, but only like 10% of it shows, you know, just like an iceberg. And so when writing to show that you're more, um, more experienced, kind of a veteran, or you just want to like flex a little bit, just like a slight flex in your writing or something, you'll reference something without saying um the exact name of so so for example if you're talking about moby dick you would say instead of saying in the novel or this concept relates to herman melville's book moby dick you'll say like oh this resort this relates to melville's story about the great whale or like something like that where you're not exactly saying yeah and so here i think kanye does that when he talks about the grammys he says like he doesn't say oh yeah i made it to the grammys but he says at the Grammys, I went ultra, ultra Travolta. Mm-hmm. So the focus is almost mostly on ultra Travolta. Yeah. And so you don't even realize <laughs> that he just said, oh, yeah, I was at the Grammys, not to mention. Oh, and so later on, we get a couple more references to himself. He says the glory, the story, the <coughs> excuse me, the oh, chain, yeah. the polo, the night, the grind, the empty bottles of Nodos. Oh, I love this next line. Uh, I spent that gas money on clothes with logos. 
Oh, just the flow, Kanye's flow. The tank on empty, whipping my mama Volvo. Yeah. Okay. So in that, no dose is apparently a caffeine a caffeine pill that I learned. Just talking about how hard he's working, kind of. But then in the previous line, he says, "The glory, the story, the chain, the polo, the chain and the polo." So he's famous for getting the Jesus piece from Kanye from Jay Z. And then the polo, he's famous for wearing polos and backpacks. Mm-hmm. So those are more references to himself and his past and almost saying, like, you should know who I am. Like, yeah. I wear polos. I went to the Grammys. I wore a tux. I wrote this song called We Major. Mm-hmm. You should know this stuff. And then later on in that verse, we see the Goyard, so hard. Man, I'm Hugo's boss. Ooh. So Goyard is, uh, do they primarily do bags? But I know they do. I think so. It's like a, a designer bag brand and then also hugo boss is a brand mm-hmm. obviously yeah. and kanye's saying that he's hugo's boss Ooh. which is just an incredible incredibly clever play on words <laughs> and so later on again he says house in the hills two doors from tracy ross and so he's basically saying i'm not exactly sure who tracy ross is do you know who she is nope. but she's probably a famous celebrity and so he's saying like i'm right up there wow. with tracy ross and so Basically, that's what this entire song is. And I want to go back to the first page, the first (laughs) verse. And so I said that this is kind of Kanye's thesis of graduation. Mm -hmm. And there's there's a couple lines in particular. Actually, it's the second verse that says it. That I think are kind of Kanye's thesis of this song, of the album. And right after talking about the Ultra Travolta... Does that come... Ultra Travolta... Wow. wow he knows how to command language <laughs> so he says yeah the tuxedo might have been a little guido but with my ego i could stand there in a speedo and be looked at like an effing hero Ooh. and so i think that's kind of we've seen that with kanye that he can stand up there make yeezy or yeezus which we have conflicting views on mm-hmm. but just something new something different something mm-hmm. odd something strange something like a speedo yeah. and still be like looked oh, at like a hero that's so good and so even you were just showing me your album of Yay yeah. and how like inside of it, there's no like there's no content, there's no lyrics, there's no special features, just kind of like neon green behind the cover. And so mm-hmm. like that's pretty whack, not gonna lie, but like he could do that, yeah. and you still see him as a hero, right? I do. I do. And so I think that's kind of I think that really related to what Kanye's been doing lately, especially with Yay, <clears throat> even including Jesus and everything. And like people still like him, I still like him a lot. He's got that confidence that I really like, and I think he just brilliantly does it in the glory by name-dropping all these different brands, all these different things. And then in the very end of the song, we see, I know people compare themselves to Big a lot, mm-hmm. you know, Big and Pac, you know, to get it hot. Obviously, you're mentioning, uh, mentioning Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says, I guess after I live, I want to be compared to Big, anyone, Big Pun, Big L, or Notorious. Mm-hmm. And so... Big Pun, Big L are super, very revered rappers. I don't really listen to them, but I've only heard really good things about them and mm-hmm. that they're kind of some of the legends of rap. And so right here, he didn't just compare himself to Jeezy and Wheezy, who are the hot boys of the time. <laughs> he compares himself to Biggie and Pac Ooh. and Big L and Big Pun. And those are some of the heavyweights, some of the legends in the rap game. And so Kanye doesn't only say that he's culturally relevant now by mentioning all these different brands, all these different people who are hot now, but he basically says, I want to be compared to some of these legends. And I think he'll go down as that. I think his career has been remarkable, putting up so many good albums. But that I just really, after diving into the song more, I just saw more and more of like 
wow, this song is really well put together. And it just made me love the song even more. (laughs) And so that that really concludes my analysis of The Glory. Next time I listen to it, I'm going to enjoy it even more, I think, after (laughs) seeing all that. Definitely. I love The Glory. Thanks. That's great. Um, Okay. So I'm going to do the same except for Dark Fantasy. Um, Wow. So good. Just thinking about it. Okay. So... This song is the first song off of my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Um, I chose this song because, to me, it captures, like, this breathtaking feeling of, like, something amazing is about to happen. Maybe that's just because it's, like, the first song, and so um, I played it a lot throughout my time. But um, also, one thing I really liked about this song is that um, it's actually one of the only songs that, like, Connie actually, like, named an album after. You know? Like, my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. And so he had, like, dark fantasy in the title, whereas, like... The College Dropout. There's not a song called, like, The College Dropout. Yeah. And, like, there's not a song called Late Registration or Graduation. But, like, I think they're perfectly titled. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, that album being named anything other than that. Like, for example, like, Yeezus. Like, mm. it's just, like, a perfect name. So. I never consider that, yeah. <coughs> yeah. It's, like, really exceptional. And so I think that makes it all the more special. Um, yeah. So um, I also think this song is sparkling, like not just because of like the production, but also because of the lyrics. Um, there's also like a lot of literary treasure in this song. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited just to just go full English major. <laughs> So that was Nicki Minaj, and um, there's so much to say even about Nicki Minaj, but um, I mm, I guess I'll just start off with, like, this is actually a modified version of the prologue to Ronald Dahl's um, retelling of Cinderella. So um, I didn't know that, but um, yeah, Ronald Dahl, he wrote, like, James and the Giant Peach, Matilda, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's, like, a really famous, like, children's rapper, or children's author, <laughs> not <laughs> children's a rapper. rapper. <laughs> Ew. Sorry, but yeah, and so the way that um, he writes it in the prologue is, I guess you think you've known the story. You don't. The real one's much more gory. The phony one, the one you know, was cooked up years <coughs> and years ago. So, like, the real story of Cinderella is, like, super brutal. Like, it varies from culture to culture, but um, it's pretty consistently gory. And so, um, if we look at the morphology of the word Cinderella, and so morphology is um, the study of how a word like gets its form. So a morpheme is like the smallest grammatical unit of a word that like has meaning. So like Cinderella, like cinder would be a morpheme, and so cinder means ashes. And so like it's not a cute name. <laughs> like Cinderella is like it's like a mocking thing. Like it's derogatory. It's like meant as an insult. And so, um, bringing it back to Kanye, Kanye's also had a lot of names unfairly thrust at him, especially around the time of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, yeah, Obama called him a word that I absolutely don't agree with. Um, but, like, I don't know. Especially, like, growing up, like, in the time at the height of, like, I never thought Kanye could be more hated. I think people hated him more, honestly. Back Even, then? Yeah, back then I think people hated Kanye more than now which is saying a lot because kanye yeah. <laughs> people people hate kanye a lot right now um i don't know so like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is kind of like the real story of um yeah of kanye full of gore glamour and genius in my opinion so continuing on with the song <laughs> 
Okay, I love that. The rhyme scheme. Oh. <laughs> so the rhyme scheme is so dope like um let's see like twisted fiction sick addiction will gather around children zip fit listen like it's almost iambic pentameter too <laughs> which is what shakespeare wrote in i was like oh darn it nikki you missed it by one sentence or one syllable but that's kind of cool um yeah so really love that and then this is I love that. That's Tiana Taylor and Justin Vernon. Vernon? I don't know. But I don't know. I just love that. I feel like mm -hmm. something like amazing is about to happen. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like getting on like a roller coaster or something is so good. Okay, now getting to the good part. Okay, I love everything about this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, just his delivery is spot on, but like, I, yeah, I love Kanye talking about Chicago. It's like so good. Like, did you see when he threw the opening pitch with Saint? At the White Sox game. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so recently Kanye, like, was the opening. They were, like, playing homecoming from graduation. Like, it's so, so sweet to see, like, Kanye with his son, like, um, coming home again. It was beautiful. I think I watched that video, like, too many times. But, yeah, I just love it. So when Kanye talks about, um, talks about Chicago, it just means a lot. Um, and it's one thing to, like, talk big, you know? Like, oh, yeah, I love Chicago. Like, but, like... That post you DM'd me about, like, Kanye just, like, like, the efforts that he's doing in Chicago right now. It's, like, so good. Like, I don't know. There's, like, your chance to walk it like you talk it. Like, you've actually made it. Kind of, like, talking about, like, oh, wow, this is, like, his, um, graduations is, like, his, um, I don't know, like, where he wants to be. And then, like, here at My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, he's, he's on top of the world at this point. And so, like, with Chicago, um... It's so cool because, like, the Bible says, like, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so I've always kind of interpreted that as, like, I don't know. You can, like, look at your bank account and see, like, where your treasure is. Um, in a lot of ways, um, I don't know if that made sense. But, yeah. And so, I don't know. Nobody's perfect. But, like, big donations definitely, like, I don't know, mean a lot. Like, coming from Kanye. Like, straight from his heart. But even more than that, he's, like, bringing a factory to Chicago to produce the Yeezys and actually, like, produce, like, or, like, give agency and, like actual platform to like people and like specifically men that's like where the controversy comes in i really don't care like mm -hmm. <laughs> i love that like what he's talking about like masculine energy like love that like what kanye's saying just about like masculine role models um 100 with kanye on that um i don't think that that takes anything away from women but yeah really love kanye fantasizing about things back in chicago mercy mercy me that mercy alago mercy alago that's a lambo Okay, I was gonna ask you if you know what that is. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no, my whole life I never knew what a Murcielago yeah, was. Been taking me a while, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Lamborghini. And then how do you say broke in Spanish? Me no hablo. Um, broke isn't even like in Kanye's vocab anymore. And there's actually like I like asked myself that question. I was like, how do you say broke in Spanish? Like rompio, but that's like broken. It doesn't mean like out of money. So. No tango dinero. <laughs> yeah, it would be no tango dinero. <laughs> yeah, I think I wrote that. No, I didn't. Nice. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, so good. Next one. Love that line. Bravery in my bravado. I just want to like write that in cursive. It's so pretty. Okay. So Diablo. Also a Lamborghini. Or you know. The evil one. The enemy of our souls. The one who occupies the world. The horrible one. <laughs> I, I don't know. I could go on forever. <laughs> the evil names and things. Um, but yeah. So like touching on like the dark aspect of fame. Um, yeah, I'm so fascinated by that, by the way, like what appears to be like so happy, so sought after, like what's so like, I don't know, it seems to be this kind of way it can actually be like so dark, so full of depravity, so ridiculously empty and evil. So Kanye like explores that throughout the album and especially here on Dark Fantasy. Um, yeah. And then he says Serato. I didn't know what a Serato mm. was. It's like a DJ tool. So, like, you ain't got no Yeezys in your Serato? I probably would ask the same thing. I'm like, why not? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a, you could play music through, like, a term title. And then that woman was actually Amber Rose. Mm. Yeah, Amber Rose. I think so, he, was he with Amber Rose at the time, do you know? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was. Um, I think in Monster, the iconic Nicky-verse, like, I think, oh, it's Friday. <laughs> trying to be clean. Yeah, he dated her. Yeah, and then it's a cute little nod to his relationship with Nas, um, Shy Town with a Nas flow. Also, like, Nas, nice. Does he say Shy Town with a Nas flow or where the nines flow? Nas flow. Oh, okay. yeah, I just said where the nines flow, as in, like, there's a lot of guns and, like, killing there. Oh, whoa. Well, that's cool. Where did the nines flow? The yeah, I did. Oh, okay. So it's Nas. Oh, that's another interpretation. Then, like, it could be, like, oh, and with a nice flow where the nines flow or not love that <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah so he produced a lot for Nas um most recently Nazir which was one of the five albums in five weeks that we got this summer such a good five weeks my goodness what was your favorite of the five albums Kanye put out uh, I mean I listened to Ye and Daytona the most okay. I thought Daytona was like I felt really complete about Daytona yeah but I mean, I don't know. Daytona and Ye are really. I've listened to Ye probably more yeah. since then, but at the time, I think I liked Daytona the most. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I wouldn't say Nas was one of my favorites. So. Yeah, it um, was like whatever. Yeah, I liked the ones with Kanye on it. That's <laughs> <laughs> about it. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, now let's look at So he says Phoebe Philo, and she is the creative director of a fashion brand called Celine. Um, I had to Google that. I only know Celine because they have really nice purses, <laughs> like super cute purses. Um, but I'm sure Kanye, like, I don't know, looks up to her in like a, I don't know, mentory way. Like she sounds like a brand. Anyway, okay, so I'm about to get real English major because he mentioned Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> okay, so... Sleepy Hollow. How do I begin? Okay. So I actually read this in Dr. Corley's class. So good. It's a survey of American literature. And so if we talk about intertextuality, which is like the relationship between two bodies of work, Ichabod Crane is the main character of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. 
And Pusha T, later in Runaway, mentions Ichabod Crane. Yeah. I don't know, just pay close attention to Ichabod Crane. This is a funny story. I really love The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and since like it is October. So yeah, he mentions Ichabod Crane later. And so Ichabod Crane is a school teacher. He's got no money. Super broke. Gives us a bad name. He's super mean to all his students. Like he's like unnecessarily harsh. Like they describe him as like a disciplinarian. So he's not like a sympathetic guy at all. He's full of pride. He believed himself to be um, like the best singer in church. <laughs> like it's, it's really strange. And so he's also superstitious. Like not a little stitious. <laughs> superstitious. <laughs> And so that's, like, super important because, like, um, he's at this dinner and he's trying to win over this lady. Her name is Katrina Van Tassel. And he doesn't, like, even really like her. Like, he he's, he wants her money. <laughs> like, all around. Like, not a good dude. And the thing with Katrina Van Tassel is, like, she has a man's. And her man's name is, like, Brom Bones. And, like, Brom Bones is so cool. I really like him. He's kind of, it's kind of like a secret, though. Like, it's a secret little relationship. And so it's really funny just to, like... I don't know, read a story about this dinner where it's like so awkward. And um, so Brown Bones like super rowdy, he's really funny and kind of like super reckless. And they're all at this dinner, it's like a family dinner. And then discussion starts about like a headless horseman who's like a soldier who's like decapitated in like the Revolutionary War in Sleepy Hollow. So there's a legend that at night the headless horseman will appear. And then Ichabod Crane goes home and then Brown Bones decides to like prank him. <laughs> He's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so Brom Bones like gets on a horse and he like pretends to be the headless horseman and he like launches a pumpkin at Ichabod Crane's head and it's like a savage, honestly. <laughs> like, so funny and like it's so funny because he's like never comes back again and so um yeah that he got so much that like never came back again, so it's funny. And then um yeah, that's one of the things I really love about being an English major is just like being able to like walk around the earth with like knowledge because like it says like brown bones laughs every time he sees a pumpkin so like going like cal poly is seeing all the pumpkins it's like just imagine him every time just being launched it come on crane's like lanky self but yeah yeah really love that i don't know one time dr fukuloro told me something she's like the depth of your life will deepen as an english major so that always really stuck with me so. yeah so good yeah, I took her for a class. That was amazing. Okay, so I have, since I'll just do the whole song, I have to include this bar. It sounds good. It's just so 2010 to me. <laughs> like, it made so much sense when I was listening to it the first time. Like, Kings of Leon, like, they had, like, that song, Sex is on Fire. I don't think I was allowed to listen to that one. And, like, <laughs> anyway, so now this is my favorite, one of my favorite favorite bars from Kanye of like all time everything about that like how on earth do I like re-spark a soul like how do you 
How do you do that? I don't know how to do that. I don't know. It's so beautiful. I know who can respect souls. But um, I've seen him do it a lot of times. But anyway, so like a more classical interpretation, like at this point, Kanye's like in his career where he's not a college dropout anymore. He's in a position of power. He compares himself to a teacher. He's a leader. People listen to him when he has something to say. And there's responsibility in that. And he's owning it. It's like super mature. And I love that. <laughs> like, uh, I think my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, in a lot of ways, he, he's like addressing specific things. And so a lot of people were calling him immature, but those were some of the most mature, <laughs> mature bars I've ever, I've ever heard. And so it's really cool to see Kanye just like, I don't know, be like a man. And I love that. And it's also super cool for Kanye to, like, portray, like, the warfare that people go through, like, while they're in power. Like, the song Power is, like, a beautiful... Like, in a lot of ways, the song is a prologue to all the other songs. And I love the song Power. I'm just talking about, like, the turmoil, the inner turmoil that you have, like, when you when you have power. And so, um, like, demons visiting him. Like, I'm get really real there's like a there's like an actual war happening for souls like all the time and like so many artists are like really ill-equipped they they need a shield they need a weapon they need a, a hero and so i just love this whole verse um just packed with meaning like we can turn to effective things like this that i mentioned or we can turn to to drinking and drinking until the pain's over but what's worse like the pain or the hangover they're both horrible <laughs> um and so yeah love that okay so that's a cool little play on words i never really watched family matters did you ever watch that show yeah yeah so like the the it was like steve urkel was like the main character he's like a neighbor and like the winslow family was like the the people that he like bothered all the time so like and this is like another story so like Downey Studios I'm from Downey and so in Downey Studios there's it's not around anymore but like when it was like I don't know we always used to be like why do we have movie studio like who comes to Downey to film a movie and then one time like Jaleel White who plays Urkel like filmed a movie there and like the newspaper like did a whole spread on it and we're like lame but then one day Kanye West and Jay-Z filmed Otis at Downey Studios. Really? <laughs> yeah. What like that American flight. Have you seen? Yeah, that's Downey yeah. Studios. Really? Yeah. I've probably watched that music video like 500 times. <laughs> like, Otis is one of my favorite songs. Like, yeah, I remember like there's like people talking about like yeah, some rappers are coming to Downey Studios. Like, jay-z and kanye west so it's like a fun little association that i have with it um yeah and it's really cool because like and they tore downey studios doesn't exist anymore um they made like restaurants and like a movie theater and stuff but like every my family and i go there a lot to like watch movies and stuff it's called like the promenade but every time i'm like at a movie like sometimes i'll just like my mind will be like oh, kanye west and jay-z have like been on a Maybach around here <laughs> and it's like having the time of their lives and so um yeah i love that Makes me really happy. <clears throat> and next. Don't make me pull the toys out. Don't make me pull the toys. If I have been 
Yeah. Okay, so I really like this because his voice is really soft and sweet, like he's dealing with a child. And um, he actually mentions his inner child on power. So I'd love to play that. Yeah, so it's like really excellent themes <laughs> just to like, um, yeah, like how do I balance like this inner child while also like having all of this like responsibility that they're entrusting within me and um, yeah, kind of like talking to himself and I really like it. And coming towards the end, the last verse. Good. I love the ending of that song. It's just like the full ascension, I feel, into like this new platform that Kanye is going to be on when he's like, and my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I really like this. I'm, I think it might be my favorite opener. What's your favorite opener on a Kanye album? On any album? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we Don't Care is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> What's the first song on uh, Late Registration? Um, Is that one... I'm blanking. Heard him say. I was gonna, the one with Adam Levine. Is that one? Heard I don't him say? think it is. It isn't? Okay. I can. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. I like. Um, <laughs> I mean, I thought about Killing is Decent. Mm -hmm. I really like. Good Morning is pretty good, I think, yeah. off of graduation. I like mm -hmm. that one. I like Welcome to Heartbreak, too. I was listening to that song the other day. It's, mm -hmm. I think that one sets up the album really, really well. Um, but yeah, for me, it's, it's my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay, very awesome, cool. Um, so he talks about a seance and at the mall, and so like very much a theme of Kanye's whole career is like the materialism, like the just the things, um, and those aren't inherently bad, but like Kanye's kind of bringing out or kind of seeing like the like the other side of it for like the first time, which I think is really cool. And so like a seance is like when you summon a demon. We should never do that. <laughs> and um yeah and then um just kids no parents kind of like the prank on like the children and then um and then the sky filled with herons so herons um i was trying to think of a story that i like read with like herons and off the top of my head i, I couldn't think of any um so i googled it and like they're pretty um <clears throat> pretty popular in egyptian mythology hmm, yeah good to know, <laughs> good to know. egyptian mythology and they're like a symbol of goodness so that's like a cool like juxtaposition like if you summon demons, why would symbols of goodness come out? I don't know. But Kanye, like, explored that. So. I going to say Egyptian themes also in, uh, the, in Monster, the sarcophagus line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mummy and the sarcophagus. Yeah, and the, and the power music video is, like, Egyptian swords. <laughs> yeah, Kanye's, like, an it's Egyptian. There. It's totally there. It's not a reach. That's, he definitely talks about the sarcophagus. <laughs> I really like that line. I'm thinking about it. It's so funny. I drive down the freeway and there's like a, 
advertisement for like King Tut in LA and then one time I was listening to um Monster and then like at the <laughs> same time as I was driving like it was really funny <laughs> so funny and, yeah. and so um yeah and then the Chrysler LeBaron I asked my dad what that was because I, I think it's a car and um because he really likes dodge and chrysler i was like dad what's a chrysler lebaron he's the old man car (laughs) and then i was like okay and then i googled it and it is in fact an old man car so picturing like the devil is like i don't know this like i don't know old crusty man like ichabod crane i kind of like wanted to connect that back like um pestilence just a lot of oh that's a picture i see um yeah in the hell it wouldn't spare us, in the fires, I don't know, when I think of this song, I just, the red just comes mm-hmm. to mind, like the color red, so, yeah, overall, I really like that, the heiress line, Paris, Paris Hilton is an heiress, that is my profound, what does that mean, <laughs> oh, that is, okay, you're like yeah. an heir, but like a female, or, okay. yeah, like a female heir, so an heiress, like that was pretty, um, I think the simple life might have like been airing at the time, I don't know, I never watched that show but um so yeah this song is like so 2010 to me i really like it um but like the overall imagery is really good full of treasures excellent bars really good flow mm, the flow mm-hmm. it's a stunning song it is yeah are you done with that song now <laughs> yeah wow i think that's like super fun yeah, analyzing the songs love any concluding words adriana this is really fun john Woo! <laughs> This has been Kanye Conversations. Conversations.